Momentum Volleyball is the online Canadian hub for volleyball storytelling, reporting, and event coverage, allowing content creators to connect with fans, coaches, and players. Momentum is the hub for athletes, coaches, and fans to find free and paid volleyball content, and we are proud to be the voice of Canadian volleyball around the world. Head to MomentumVolleyball.ca to subscribe for free and get access to exclusive content and all your Canadian volleyball updates. Hello everyone and welcome back to Sharp Cuts. My name is Garrett May alongside Josh Nickel. As always, welcome back to the show and welcome back to me, to my full setup here. I hopefully am sounding silky smooth on my beautiful mic and hopefully the camera's looking good as well. Josh, you're looking good all the time. That's the last nice thing I'm gonna say to you today. Yep, stay silent, that's it, perfect. Um, we got a great guest today. We got uh, JP Moisant who's joining us on the show. Welcome JP, how you doing? Uh, pretty good, thanks for inviting me. Yeah, no worries. Welcome to the show. So, Josh, tell me what's going on today. JP, he's, he's a physical training guy. He's a trainer. We're maybe not the two best people to talk about this sort of stuff with him because I'm looking at you. You're looking at me. Are we in the best shape? Probably not. But where do we want to start? Well, I think it's important for the listeners to understand that uh, he's here to educate us because, yeah, we're, we're a little <laughs> bit strangers to the weight room. But uh, he was name dropping before the show. He's worked with Simon Factor-Boutin, friend of the show, uh, Hugo Rosso, but Kyle Dejeuner, who's on the national team now. Love that guy. So uh, I just want to know real quick, as he was name dropping, how would you get into this before we start picking your brain about stuff? Because, uh, Garrett, I, I think we're the guys who would go to the combine where you would be like a first overall pick who couldn't do like three chin-ups. So just to set the scene for what we're <laughs> Yo, in for here. Yo, that's a sharp cut, Josh. Three chin-ups give me at least. <laughs> eight <laughs> eight right now oh that's like pretty good maybe negative one right now could i even <laughs> grab on and hold to the bar maybe not how did you get into it jp uh first of all i played volleyball since 12 years old and after that um if you know reed hall i'm a oh, short yeah. player so we yeah. we played against each you and other him are cut from the same cloth years. eh yeah and I'm 5'11", so I'm short, so I had to work out pretty well, even if I play in college and start to play beach volleyball at, in 2000 now. And then Wait, started you started playing beach in the year 2000? Yes. And you're still playing? Yes. Good for you, man. I mean, round of applause <laughs> here, Josh. In I fact, yeah, I, I started... Uh, in the backyard of the school, they had a beach court over there, and they had like Sly, Sylvain Duplessis, who was in the old timer. And for those, I think Garrett, yes, Duplessis, that's a volleyball name. If you know that name in volleyball circles, that's a big name out there, isn't it? His dad played, he played. That's a guy, Josh, who I would go up to and my dad would say, oh, you got to meet this guy, you know, that that sort of that sort of yeah. name. And Jilipin, who's what, what his partner, and they were like uh, Sly, been a physical uh, education, uh, physical education teacher at my school in that time. And they built the court. And, yeah. I'm <laughs> so jealous, man. Are you kidding me? You started playing beach volleyball on your backyard court at the school? What are we doing yeah. here in the rest of Canada, Josh? That's <laughs> so the guy who grew up in the beaches, like boo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my dad ran a pro tour. I was so hard done by. Yeah, but if I had one at school, too, think how much better I would have been, Josh. Yeah. But, yeah, and that's that's funny, but because of the COVID and also just, like, a little 
part of it. My son is cool. Have a beach volleyball court. Unbelievable. School. And when did COVID, me and my partner and some of the guys would just start to practice over there. We didn't <laughs> go to the other place. We just start and get back there. Yeah, so, kids are out of school. Yeah. We're hitting the beach court. Beat it, yeah. kids. Yeah, we're going to yeah. play. Well, JP, and we didn't bring you on here to rub it in how many beach volleyball courts there are in Quebec and how many you, okay? But we did bring you on a little bit because we do want to learn. And, you, you know, you train in beach volleyball, guys. Josh and I need it. Before we get into any of this intelligence stuff, Josh, I need to yeah. hear from JP. What am I got to be doing now that I'm a retired guy? I'm I'm fat and lazy, out of shape. What 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 do I need to get back into things? I think that's maybe something the audience can uh, relate to. <laughs> <laughs> but usually, I think just to be able to do like the basic. Basic is squat, mm. hinging, like the press and pull, presses, yeah. vertical presses, horizontal presses. With the weights, the best way just to have the 90, 90 degrees okay. weight. So pull and push, pull yeah. and push on both sides. Now, what if I struggle to do that with body weight? But yeah, with body weight, it's pretty easy. If you want to squat first. You know, little chest, uh, chest press, no no weights? Like, I'm getting me sore, Josh. Yeah, like, just I don't like try this these days. Just, yeah. <laughs> but just doing push-ups, it's easy. Do pike push-ups, so having a oh. just incline yeah. that the shoulder press. Yeah, okay. So Josh, how many push-ups are you doing these days? You know, I, I prefer to think of it like uh, like a fail set, Garrett, or as many reps as you can, really. So I, I just go hard for yeah. as long and as you can. and how many are you doing? <laughs> what are you getting to? <laughs> I can't remember the last time I did push-ups. Yeah, like, okay. First topic. But that's a good thing that you start like that because if you know the relative strength index is with the body weight, so that you can do like more with your body weight on push-ups or pull-ups and that's result, it's your relative strength index. Right. Even if you do with a goblet squat with 50% of your body weight and the more you, you have, it's your strength index. Right. So that's how you can just start. If you know, maybe you have heard about Joe DeFranco. It's an NFL uh, strength coach and is a, is a big stud. You see him is like late 40s. Yeah. Is like that's my dream right there. Late boy. 40s, thick boy. <laughs> yeah. And this guy, it just improved the relative strength index about like I see. those three movements just have on a cut on seven on see, 70 jp you're bringing you're bringing terms here to the show and you're raising the intelligence bar but, <laughs> but josh and like you got i mean josh is a numbers guy josh is the technical guy when you bring in the word index you lose me. I'm I'm what struggling to keep up. I'm a, I'm a feel it out kind of guy. I know Josh is like, hey, are you, uh, Josh? I bet your immediate thought was, hmm. I wonder what the relative strength index of all my guys is. No, my first thought when we're talking like old guy stuff is just the warm up because I know when I have to enter balls of practice, Garrett. I'm not doing a warm up. The guys get their bands out and and vintage Garrett May. You would what? Clob a few balls over the net, run around the court a little bit. Like your warm up wasn't exactly technical either. So maybe JP could give and me you a warm up. You would watch like, yourself. You're coming in hot this episode, Josh, <laughs> with the chirps in my direction here. What are you talking about? My warm up was technical as. You know what? You're right. It, I did. My, I didn't do much. 
if you but played at 10 a.m., Garrett, what time did you start like warm up? Like, I don't. You were like a, a 40 minute guy yeah, for sure. You got so you got to be honest with this. Like, what age? Because it did change, right? Like at 18, <laughs> I'm warming up maybe 20 minutes before, maybe, and that's yeah. to hit. When like, you're I'm getting, getting older, hit. when you're getting older, like. Like I do, and still playing against sometimes against good players. Yeah. Maybe when I go out there, I was trying just to move a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. I feel like so sore. <laughs> my hip is just like old, yeah. like my age. My shoulder is older than my age, so I I can feel it sometimes. Yeah, so for so sure, I gotta like, get in doing the the push-ups, the shoulder push-ups, squat, that sort of stuff's gonna keep me in it. You're saying? Yeah, because that that's a good thing. First, not as a warm up, but that mostly to start your strength conditioning, to put you like what I am right now with where I can go. Because usually if we do like strength conditioning, like yep. Simon, Simon and all the others, what yeah, we see, want to You're talking at, about people who are much, in much better shape than me. <laughs> and yeah, Josh. They are strong. And if you talk with other like strength coach and all that, the first thing is strength. If you're able to to elevate your strength, you're, you're getting better because you have more, your, your brain will talk to your body quickly. So that's the nervous system. Okay. So if you're able to get that index pretty high, right. that's helping you so, so if i'm making a, a routine for myself say i'm getting up in the morning i'm gonna do a little i'm gonna do a little few things already yeah, i'm usually when you woke up yeah just start like later than 30 minutes after you wake up because most of the time oh, i okay. see people that's that's because I i'm also a back pain guy yeah so okay <laughs> and if you do it too quick your 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 desk between your uh, your vertebrae getting bigger and they get hydrate and the Wait, thing is I'm getting bigger though I want that no no because <laughs> you're <laughs> that have to be like relative like thick to be able just to prevent all those movements right okay. so after at least after 30 minutes or an hour after just woke up you're able just to do a walk. So get there and just like older you get, and every time if you have a job like you sitting more, walk. Just okay. by walking, that's gonna help you. Okay. Wow. And then just elevate your your heart rate oh. if you want to work out, and after that you can go and run a little bit, and then you're able to get to your warm up. So to elevate your whoa whoa whoa, that's just the warm up. That was the pre-warm up. Oh my gosh, dude. What? That's my day. Like that's a that's a day. If I get out for three walks in my day, that's a success. <laughs> but that's a good thing for your back though. For, so but that's just for my back. Out. Yeah, that's good Are you kidding you me, JP? Like it sounds like maintaining my body's a full-time job. What are you talking about? We ain't got time for <laughs> it that. Is. It is. Because if I have I'm screwed, Josh. I'm screwed. I'm going to be crippled, man. You are too. Okay, You're hitting balls this, in like, practice? Waking up early to then wait a half hour, then to start my exercise. I just want to like wake up, shower, grab a yogurt on the way out the door, and start my day, Garrett. I don't want to like. But you're having just yogurt for breakfast. That's a whole different thing. You're just waking up, popping a yogurt, and you're good to go. But the fact if if you go too fast, and sometimes like 
like I said, for your back. And if you rotate and you know, all that, like all that pressure on, you can have like more damage to right. your back okay. that if you just like, like remove all that water into those discs and then work out. Well, JP, I can say you're the first person to come on the show who's actually been concerned for my back health. And I got to applaud you for that. I mean, we don't get that kind of service here on Sharp Cuts. Are you kidding me? Everybody's coming on. We had maybe one or two conversations with guys talking about physical training. And they're like, they're all talking a big game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to be in there getting strong. That's a big part of it. But I mean, come on. Is anybody really out there doing it unless they're getting it with their trainer? So segueing to the topic I really want to discuss, because I think it's relevant to Josh, is we've had this conversation around like, strength training versus actual practice and you know how important is strength training and managing your body outside of injury management obviously you know staying healthy and playing in the game obvious benefit but in terms of increasing your your performance you know how big is that when you're trying to manage that also against your needs for practice like if i can use some examples from the guys on josh's squad here on the national team you got some guys who need to be passing 10,000 balls they need to be setting 10,000 balls like do they even need to be in the weight room getting stronger at all like what where does that play into those type of guys um, usually it's depending if you have like all, usually I call it the mature player. Yeah. So if they are, have already their skills and they're good enough okay. and they have like, don't need it that much. So, and you know, that they are younger, they have to be healthier. They have to, to be stronger, to be ready to that game. I think they have to be more in the weight room sometimes just to get those skills to be, to be higher, to get that high level better but if you're like you need more passing more volleyball skills you need to be more on courts right like for myself when it's turning on summer because yeah. i don't i'm not playing anymore indoors so i don't have those skills but i'm working i do my workout i have my own sets on oh, there yeah. my my stuff so when it's summer i just like doing right. passing we have our coach out there, Guylaine Dumont, who's coming oh, yeah. with us time. So we're just like getting to those balls going yeah. and passing. So I think when you don't have those volume, volleyball volume, yeah. you need to have like more volleyball volume. Yeah. But if you, have, if you need more strength because you're not jumping higher, you're not fast enough, you're not yeah. Now you need more. It's interesting, JP. You seem well placed because I feel like, and Josh, tell me if this is true. I feel like you often get the guys who are the physical dudes who need the more volleyball skill. They're the most committed to the weight room and they're in there all the time. And to hear it from a strength trainer, though, to say, hey, what are you doing here? Like, your passing is terrible. Get back yes. out there. Like, that's a huge <laughs> kind of message. I feel like we have some guys like that who could maybe use that message. Well, a friend of the show, Alex O'Neill, he would tell you at Queens that sometimes they were getting too big, Garrett, that like the platform skill in our sport were like, and there's other guys like, I, I don't know for a fact, but maybe Grant O'Gorman suffered from this. Like the guys yeah. who were taking bench way too seriously, yeah. like it starts to affect your ability to do the technical skills if you're not mobile in your upper body, right? That's not yeah. me. Like I was never having that issue. No, I was no, never, never had, had a platform issue because of my, my pectorals. But I mean, like how huge is that coming from the strength trainer to say, hey, like I would love that 
See, but I was the guy who needed to be in the weight room, though, because I was, I guess, what JP was calling a, a mature player. Like, yeah. I didn't really need to be in there as much. I should have spent more time in the weight room. But that's also a tough sell the other direction, Josh, because say you get, you know, say a guy like Liam Kopp or a Jake McNeil, who I would say are mature players. If For those of you who don't know those players, kind of younger, up-and-coming guys for a while, but they've gotten their reps. Like, those are guys who maybe need to be in the weight room, I don't know, JP, like, what, three four times a week rather than at practice depending on where you are in the season and also like i i do like to have like before the season just four times more you get through the practices and the yeah. game you have like three times and we do uh with like in season we do the polarized training yeah. that's that's a screw because i think that there's no that much strength coach doing, but we do it with Simon, and we we did it for the past two years. That's a polarized uh, training. It's the heavy stuff on one day, and the light plyometrics are movements on like on the Thursday, so we're ready for the tournaments and right. like all that power. So to maintain those strength during the season, because that's another thing, like all players not doing enough strength conditioning during the season. So they all play, but they're not maintaining their strength level. Yeah. So, so that's another way also to. How many guys during like in an off season week, we're in the off season right now. I don't want to assume yes. it's been a while since I've been a part of the program, Josh. So maybe I'm speaking out my arse here, but we are in the off season, right? Uh, we would technically call this the preseason because competitions, if everything goes to plan, will start in March. Jeez, like that's there's basically no off season. Like off season is the holiday, like December, January. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, basically. What a pain to be thinking I got to be in the weight room four times a week lifting heavy during those months. Like you just want to break sometimes, you know? Well, I think it's lifting heavy the smart way. And I think there might be a misconception where when I look at top level volleyball players, male, female, indoor beach, they're not super jacked people. Like Garrett, like maybe like Pedlo and Alisson, like those guys are like bigger dudes who look like they could play Pedlo, linebacker. But Pedlo is going to love that comparison to Alisson. And <laughs> Alisson, I, I hope would love the comparison to Pedlo. I mean, absolutely. But anyways, like, like bigger people. But when you look on tour on average, Garrett, like when you were like in an elevator in the lobby at lunch or whatever, like they're fit people. People, but they're not ginormous they're not like football players where you walk by and be like you're a special body type of yeah. a human where like volleyball players are, are functionally fit i would say they're not ginormous people well there's times where i'm in the elevator and i'm looking i'm going this guy doesn't even work out a this guy's like gangly <laughs> and has like nothing or and this happened less frequently but sometimes this guy's got a full gut like a full gut, fully not even really in that grade of shape, just out there dominating. Or guys smoking cigarettes, like, between matches. Like, how are you doing that? You're, like, exhausted. Like, definitely would see that stuff on tour, which made, which in my youth made me go, oh, like, oh, these are the guys that's I'm competing good. against. That's okay. I come like, home, what am I doing? Working. If it's working, I had some players in the past just like, if I'm working, I'm winning. I'm not need that. Yeah. I'm able to win and uh, yeah, but more if you want to involve, if you want to go to a national team, if you want to go on the world tour, I think you need to be a little bit involved in your strength conditioning first, like you said before, it's to get healthy. Your joints need it first. Just because when you're jumping, you get to like six times to ten times your body weight through the ground. Yeah. Like for sure in beach volleyball, because we have the sand, 
we have less than that. But when you have like creating speed just to your approach in indoor and you're jumping and you're landing quick, even if you wait like 220, that's turning to four to 440. Hey, who or, are you saying uh, weighs 220 here, JP? Like just watch you. You're calling a, a big guy here, right? Yeah, but if you like, not that far off though. I should like be. I should Simon be is around like two hundred. What like? I don't know. And when he's jumping, the weight twenty landing is is a lot. Still amounts of weight, so he he needs to. Oh handle. yeah, Simon Facto is moving around a ton of weight. That guy's huge. Oh, sorry. And, should we not be? <laughs> should we not, be, should we not still, be talking about weights on the show? Oh God. Okay. But then, so, but that's the thing. You're right. I think some people who need it, they need it. But then you see these people on the world tour who are just so talented and, and winning, you know what, this happened more when I was first getting on tour. There's still guys who are there who are like, who don't do physical training, who don't do this stuff. They just play beach volleyball and that's it. And because they got so good at it and you can be competitive especially in beach because indoor it's a lot different but in beach you can be competitive with the physical disadvantage um, yes. and, and still still win games and make a career out of that yes and just like a guy the Italian guy Carambula the first time I, I saw him once I was like playing in Atlantic City it was the and they had the open and I played just, if you travel there, you don't want to be in the open first in my level, because if you go to the open, it's only like double elimination and you're out already. Right. You spend a lot of money to get there. Yeah. So we, we've been to double A, but we've seen that guy over there. Is same kind of ice as me, but slow, a little belly over yeah. there, but damn. He knows how to play that game and Absolutely. he's able just to meet there. So you seem like, okay, this dude don't go work out. But after that, you know, with age and getting maturity and all that, they, they get involved in strength conditioning because they knows if you want to do the Olympics, if you want to improve those skills, you need also to get like able to handle that level of practice, that volume, Oh yeah. but also like, but you know, like that in the states is already winning in the, like well, and that but that's the huge difference between indoor and beach. I feel like Josh, and you see it all the time because it's very rare. I think that you see players who play beach volleyball just for the career. Like it's the Olympics or bust for a beach volleyball player. That's kind of the the life. Uh, you know, you, you can make money and it, you know, can be a thing you do, but it's not really like indoor where you go play pro here, you go play pro there. And the longer you play, that's your career. You make money, you save it up. And the Olympics is kind of like, oh, is your, is your country good um, type thing. So like I see beach players all the time who they don't care if they, you know, like the longevity of their career necessarily, because they've maybe already decided that they're going to retire after the next quad or whatever. So like, who cares if my knees are bad in in eight years? Because I, I need to win now. Otherwise, like I can't afford this for twelve years. Yeah. Don't you feel that way, Josh? It, it's tough. Uh, it's tough. I think that even the lifestyle, Garrett. Like you're on the road, you're eating so-so food. Sometimes, like it's hard to find a gym. Like I think that it's easier to focus on volleyball because that's what you have access to. Where, like seriously, Garrett, when you're traveling, like how could you find access to a weight room sometimes? Well, now mm -hmm. I do have a funny story about a weight room in a foreign country because I did the one time I thought 
we got eliminated early and I thought we're here for another four or five days. I might as well work out. We can't practice. And I go into the weight room and in there is Phil Dalhauser, just <laughs> bicep curling like thirties or forties. And I was like, Oh my God, like Phil Dalhauser's in here working hard and he's still in the main draw. And I was like, okay, whoa, like that just gave me a, a whole different perspective on that guy. I thought he was a guy who didn't, you know, didn't work out. He was just big, but no, it changed my mind on him for sure. But yeah, it's definitely hard. Like not every place has a, has a weight room. And especially if you're staying in cheap places, like Cam Wheel and I stayed in a hostel one time, we had to share a bedroom, me and him in a bunk bed oh. <laughs> in Gestad. And then in the other bunk bed, is some random older lady who just happened to be coming through the Swiss mountains. So, wow. So we're definitely not getting our weight room action there. <laughs> but that's why I'm like, when I was like working with a baseball, because I, I did been the strength coach for uh, a pro team over there at Trois-Rivières. And we were traveling with the T-Rex, the suspension training. Yeah. So that's easy to bring in yeah. and deal well just to do your shoulder care and also you can do some other stuff and also like i think the players like we were talking about some pillow before and it was like this guy i know him pretty well but it's like using bands yeah. using stuff that's easy just to put in the bags and you know like some bands have like 265 pounds 120 yeah. if you, yeah, you yeah, put that sure. higher. So that's pretty easier right now than what we had before. If you look in like traveling and like- Before those bands trauma, existed, yeah, like you have nothing. Parties, you didn't know how it had that, yeah. right? Yeah, you exactly. Now, things. that is a tough thing though, because we did talk about this on an earlier episode and I'm curious your thoughts, JP. On the bands, I said to Josh, when you see those guys with the bands before they're warming up and they're doing all this stuff, you look like a bit of a go hard, a bit of a Gordy go hard. <laughs> Do you even really know what you're doing in some ways? Like, especially the guys who just like do this, like we, they're like going through the half speed. Like they don't even care. Like that's definitely a thing. Guys just going through the motions with that. Or do they all know what they're doing? I hope they know what they're doing because sometimes there's no way they know what they're doing. If they don't know, if they don't know, that's a big mistake because they can get more tired. Josh, you got to take a photo of some one of your guys doing that and be like, is this guy know what he's doing? Like (laughs) put him on blast. Like, Hey, is this a proper exercise right here? It's like, like all the external rotation we we see with the bands is like, I think you have to do it in almost like triangles. And also use like the three phase isometric, eccentric, and with concentric movement. So if you're just holding like that, is the mind muscle connection just to be able just to use those muscles? Yeah, and these guys definitely don't, like, don't know what they're doing. Like so that's definitely that, not happening. Consent, <laughs> like the triangle, eccentric, consent, they don't know any of that. Josh, you gotta grill them next time you see somebody pull out a band. You gotta, like, you need to pass a test before you're allowed to use this in warm-up, I feel like. But that's it's a, a good thing we have stuff. a strength conditioning coach because the volleyball coach, I've heard of these words, Garrett, but for me to define uh, you them and maybe know. demonstrate to the guys, like, I, I can't help them. I can't. Yeah, like, here's a doodle poll every time, and you're going to send it to your strength coach, and they're going to give you approval to do this before practice or not. 
Here, Liam, get out of the way. Watch me uh, show you how to do this one. That's not happening. Okay. <laughs> you want to get into that? Because <laughs> that is a topic I wanted to get into. And JP is well-placed to help us with it. And we've never asked this question on the show, though. What is the place of a coach's fitness in the volleyball world? Does it have a place? Do we care? What does that, how does that come into play? When you think about your volleyball coach, do you even care? Do you think it's important? I got my thoughts, but I'm curious what you guys think. Because Josh, um, you are a coach. Maybe I can start on that. I've been coached for a while, and also I, did, I was doing it for young kids here yeah. in Quebec City. I did coach with Team Quebec in beach volleyball also. And I think for my part, depending, if you're like, because where I'm working, it's spotted So they have like the half of the day in school, the other half in volleyball. Yeah. So for myself, more they have like strength conditioning and also has a strength coach, not only a volleyball coach, but has a strength coach. Yeah, then I you have to be in shape said, though. Strength yeah. coaches have to be in shape. If you're an out of shape strength coach, it, <laughs> it's like, how it's an oxymoron. It, it just can't happen, right? Yeah. But, but, but a volleyball you know, coach. Like, like as, a, as a volleyball coach, I think always to be able, as a young age, I think the young guys will maybe, how I can say, because I have like all those guys from Université Laval who's been on my 18U players. Yeah. So I know them pretty well. Yeah. And sometimes I, <laughs> I just like, I think if they want, if I want them to listen to me, sometimes I think just to be able to still do what they have to do, it's a good example. So preach by example. But when you're at university already and a coach or in college, yep. maybe sometimes you don't need to to be on the court and show them. Right. But I think as a high school and as politician, okay. I think you have to be able to do those things. Okay, interesting. So interesting perspective JP's bringing there. So he's saying the more involved the coach really needs to be on the court, the better shape they should be in so they're capable of doing that. So like with and kids, like with triple ball, you <laughs> got to run out there be. and toss the ball. Like, yeah, true. You can't avoid that. Like you got to be able to do that. You got to, you don't want to be like, you know, totally out of shape. And when you're in high school, you got to like demonstrate and get in there and, you know, for sure. But I don't know, though, because I would think, and Josh, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but when you look at a university coach, and especially your coach, if they're not in great shape, it's like, well, you're going to ask me to go to the weight room? You're going to ask me to do strength and conditioning? You're going to ask me to be disciplined, yet you can't keep the same routines and discipline that you're asking me to do? Like, what, what the heck is with that? Interesting. Yeah, I think... I get it. I think you need to role model and you get, need to like demonstrate these things. But I think for me, Garrett, like the, the players are doing the physical part. So they need to get their sleep right, their diet right. Like for me, I need to make sure that I'm prepared, that I have all the things to do. So if I'm staying up cutting video, that means I'm probably not going to wake up if 30 minutes early and do this walk and stretch and all that other stuff. So uh, I think my time goes to different areas, Garrett. But that is an interesting point where if you're not modeling the behavior you're expecting, is it fair to ask for it? So, so maybe, Garrett, I, I need a personal trainer and I can get back on the wagon well, here. you make a good point. Like you have other things you got to focus on. So it's not necessarily that the coach needs to be doing the same thing the players are but like if you step out there and need to like even if you're just doing it as an example like just picture this JP with me come along with me on this journey you picture Josh Nickel 
steps out onto the court. He's talking about a cut shot. Goes to give the cutty just to do it and can't even get out of the sand. Trips, absolutely screws it up, hurts shoulder, rolls it right into the net. Like, how is that coming across to your your impressionable athletes there? You know what I'm saying? Well, I yeah. found a solution, Garrett, because uh, you never want to give them the wrong demonstration. You don't I'm, want to so I'm not saying wrong. you did so, that, Josh. So I'm not I saying use, that happens. I use video. I would have one of the athletes demonstrate. There's ways around it that I'm not the one being like, hey, everyone, come watch me do it and see how easy it is because that's just it's not going to get it done. But I think it had like two ways. I had a coach before was who's been an involved coach. So even like even in, in beach volleyball uh, here in Quebec City, who's been like, always playing and also be on the off court just to give us some toes balls, but serving and all that. This guy was there, but also had a coach. Like, I don't know if you know Limoilou, the, the coach from Limoilou. So Rugby Picard is one of the brainest guy out there. He made players win some, so many college uh, tournaments and all that, but it's not a shape. If you right. see him, uh, I think every year, uh, I think he's getting bigger sometimes, but he's so smart out there. Right. He knows how to get involved those athletes to be able to do like what we call elites. He knows how to get those athletes out there and do their things. They know how to get those guts of the players to yeah. get all on the courts. Like you said, that's why they have sometimes assistant coach. That's the job. Just yeah, to so toss those balls there. Right. Like, coach have to be in shape, though. Okay. Well, <laughs> hey, <laughs> there's a different. Okay, different question. Does the assistant need to be in shape? Because for yes. me, like as an elite player, say, if if my coach, if my coach never played, and is not in great shape, like I've never had that as a coach. Like I've never had a coach who never played or and or is not in in great shape. Because it was just, it, I would find that difficult to really, if somebody's pushing me hard, I would want that from a coach. But the message would be dulled a little bit because this is not somebody who, you know, really ever went through what I'm going through. You do make a good point about, though, the program organizer, like a university coach who mm -hmm. does recruiting more than coaching, mm -hmm. who does like lineups and video and stuff like that more than actual coaching. Maybe it's it's not so bad there. Who cares, right? But if you're on court giving direction to a player, I can't get around that. Like I feel like I would have a tough time really taking that advice as a player. Well, yeah, but I like guess I'm I right said, then. Nope, that's like it. Argument over. Silence the critics. <laughs> no, like I said, Josh, like get in shape there, bud. Is that what this is really about? I feel like that's the the foundation. No, of I think argument. you're in pretty good shape. <laughs> I think you're in pretty good shape. Are you in good shape? Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. I could be better. If you needed to get out there and play Volus, how long would it be before you passed out? I feel like indoor, I could survive a lot longer than on the beach. I think uh, moving in sand's hard, Garrett. Dude, exactly <laughs> my point. Like, how is your beach coach saying that? We get it, coach. Yeah. <laughs> But like you said, like indoor and beach coach is not the same coaching. Like beach volleyball coach is on the box hitting, is over there like showing how to get to that ball. I think beach volleyball coach are more in shape than indoor volleyball because oh, yeah. after when you are indoor volleyball, you have more oh, yeah. sitting out there. But when you have to be out there, it first by the heat, 
Yeah. You don't want to be heavy anymore. Beach volleyball coaches are in better shape, but way worse dressed than indoor coaches. I mean, come on. Josh, when you were indoor coach, you were looking sharp. See some of our thumbnails of young Josh, an indoor (laughs) coach, like looking beautiful in the suit, full tie, looking great. And then you show up in the beach to coach and you're in hoodie and sweats, like total scrubs. Daily, daily. I have a daily hoodie here. I mean, you're comfortable, but in terms of aesthetics, which is what we're really about here on the show, I mean, you're not, you're not bringing it. So I'm going to harsh segue. Oh, you look comfortable. It's not the guy who's hand-holding and heading. I don't know if, Josh, you are you when you're coaching, are you only with your computer and your camera out there? Are you tossing balls and hitting balls? At our level, uh, I will do, like, in a preseason phase, I'll enter balls. As soon as we're in a comp phase, no, because I can't replicate the speed of the world tour. So it's kind so of a waste of So put on breath. that suit and look sharp for practice. Your Sunday best every day suit up, Josh. You'll earn a ton of respect or completely embarrass yourself. You'll have to get can back go, to us. Can I go barefoot? Do I have to wear the dress shoes on the sand gear? Here's I feel the move. Like this is gonna... Here's the move. Dress shorts, short sleeve dress shirt, tie. Maybe. That's Maybe. I don't the, know. The last year, Jake McNeil and I were going to coach club together. We wanted to wear Hawaiian shirts. You know, just mix it up a little bit. I think that we could pull it off. I think you could pull it off. <laughs> Jake McNeil can't pull off a Hawaiian shirt. He's probably wearing a Hawaiian shirt right now. No, <laughs> no, that's the thing. I think he'd be swimming in it a little bit. He'd have to go extra medium to get that thing nice and snug. <laughs> Anyways, um, JP, we didn't warn you about this before the show, but we have a weekly, and I didn't warn Josh about this before the show. We have a weekly few segments we're trying out. And uh, we'll, you have to comment down below if you like these segments or not, because if you don't like them, we'll scrap it. But if you like it, we'll keep doing it. Where we name our player of the week. Um, did we do clown of the week last week? We did not. I don't think we did clown. We I'm going to do clown. I have a clown of the week this week. So maybe I, I, I don't know if I'm going to do uh, player. But we have players of the week. Josh is scrambling to prepare his player <laughs> yeah, of the did. week right now. Um, I am as well. Um, I've got one ready, though, and it's a throwback. So I'm going to start. JP, keep thinking about it. We're going to shout out a player of the week. So last week on the show, we had two guys from the University of Saskatchewan. Um, we chatted with them about their their games. They're in first place, the COVID thing, everything they're dealing with. And so my player of the week has got to go to Dylan Mortensen. Congrats, Dylan. I mean, you ha- you didn't get the most kills in the game, but I'm sure that your coaches after the game came back and said to him, great job, Dylan. So well yeah. done, Dylan. I said last week we couldn't do it. This week I did it. Now, I'll save for my clown of the week until after. Um, but just as a note, Matthew Primrose, the other guest we had on last week, did not lead the, his team in digs. He had more than three, but did not lead the team. So there's just a little update for you there on that. Um, Josh, you ready to go? Yeah, Morty, great job. Like, just can't say enough about what that guy accomplished. I didn't watch the games, Garrett, and they didn't send his highlights. So, did really, did it really happen? I was but, looking uh, for photos of some sort of celebration, like we discussed last week, but none of that came. So there was no celebration photos, nothing. If they, if they're there, nobody sent them to me. I'm highly disappointed. 
So for me, really, it was the it was the perfect weekend because I wanted both teams to have a good time. So Alberta and Calgary split this weekend, Garrett. But I'm going to go with my player of the week, uh, Billy Johnstone from uh, Alberta, because he just came on Passing Dimes and he'll be the episode Friday. So as you're listening to this, if you haven't gone, but go back to the Passing Dimes archive and get Friday's episode with Billy. Uh, it's just a 9-1 and one team, Garrett. I think when we talk about who's in first place, 9-1 and one deserves to be in first place, unlike our, our new friends of the show from Sask, who, uh, as you're listening right now, are 5-5. Five and five. Okay, wow. So, yeah, I mean, 9-1 and one is a well-deserved first place. So, congratulations. Well done. Are we giving too much airtime to the University of Saskatchewan here? Like, do we need to cut this down? Like... Well, until the other conferences get going, what do we have to talk about? If you want to yeah, pick a player of the week, they are playing. in the Canada West. <laughs> yeah, they're not playing. So, All right. that's the first. And they are. they will start next week uh, on to practice and after that i don't know if they will start to play games all right quit stalling jp uh, let's get your player of the week here bud i know you're stalling because it's an on the spot question i have like one of my clients she's playing with the college is uh, florence uh, caron uh no and just because they they did on the the news just to be to making the points that athletes and youth athletes have to get there and be able to practice. So just for that, like uh, Florence uh, Nocaron and her sister, I think they have the, to share there for the news and oh, to talking about like what they do, what they want to do to get back on the courts and to practice. So that's they are my players of the of the week on that. Absolute congratulations. I mean, on the spot, came up with a touching, heartfelt thing. That's really not the kind of thing we ever expect on this show, but thank you for bringing that, JP, and thank you, Florence. Um, Cheers all around. Now, we're going to do Clowns of the Week this week, Josh. I've just decided. I mean, we're going to do it. So think on it, because we're going to call somebody out. Now, mine has been, been brewing for a while, so I don't know if I have a specific clown of the week but definitely i noticed a trend and i'm gonna call out a bunch of our former guests in fact all of our former guests because when you come on the show you know you say hey how was it did you enjoy it did you have a good time and everybody says yes it was fun we like this now i'm noticing the subscriber count on youtube and i pay attention to that and i watch whether it goes up and down after an episode what happens to it and last week we talked with Dylan and Matt and we said, hey, yeah, subscribe, do all this. Did you like it? Could you guys help us out? And they did not move the needle on the subscriber mark whatsoever. <laughs> we have more episodes of Sharp Cuts than we do subscribers on YouTube, which is a huge embarrassment for us. I mean, we will take that on the nose. But two, it means that people who came on the show have subscribed at a very low percentage because we know a bunch of the subscribers. You guys have been commenting down below. Thank you so much, by the way. But our guests, we've been dropping the ball, Josh. They've not been subscribing. What are we doing if we can't even I get- I think you're gonna do it now. Before. Yeah, I'll go on the do show. Do it right now, just... JP. Otherwise you're the clown of the week next week. Yes. <laughs> so my clown of the week is every, of our, every one of our previous guests who's not gone on and subscribed on the YouTube channel. What are you all doing? Give your head a shake. Disappointing. 
I'm gonna let that sit for a while because that that hurts everybody <laughs> in this situation. I'm hurt. The channel's hurt. You know, every everybody's just affected by that. All right, anybody ready with another clown? Do we have to? Josh, yeah. the show is called Sharp Cuts. <laughs> you want to give me clown of the week? All right. While you guys think about your clowns of the week, because hey, we're uh, doubling down here. Comment down below. I've got to read out a comment. I don't want to single anyone out, Garrett, but I, uh, I can think of oh. one actually. So with the beach national team, the, the men's program, we, we like to have a good time. We we wear jerseys on Fridays, Garrett. It's called Jersey Friday. Like you, you wear yeah. your best jersey, and and Let's a lot of the guys. Let's start that. Is that Jake? I think oh. that's the kind of Jake stuff. Yeah. Right. Oh. And Jake has found a supplier uh, of bootleg jerseys, so you can get really nice jerseys for like 30 bucks, Garrett. Anyways, this was <laughs> once down. frowned upon by some of the women's next-gen players, who I can tell now, Garrett, have started to put a little bit of, like, one eye, I'd say. Like, they're starting to be like, oh, I, I want to get in on this, but they're too, like, embarrassed because they trashed yeah. it in the beginning. I'm equal so my parts of the week hating on are, that and loving it. But you would participate. So uh, Anna Fior, who's not probably listening, Anna Licht, uh, I know you guys are eventually going to convert to Jersey Friday. So right now you are the clowns of the week because you make fun of us. But at the same time, I know you're like, oh, whose jersey would I get? Like I overhear them thinking, pondering, like would you wear a football jersey, a basketball jersey? By the end of the year, Garrett, I guarantee they'll participate in Jersey Friday. So that's double Anna? Double Anna. The Annas. You can follow them on Instagram. They probably have more followers than we do. So if they ever... Now, now they can't ever wear a jersey on Jer on Jersey Friday, because oh, you just called cave, them. Oh, they're gonna cave though. They're gonna cave. They, okay, so if they cave, I mean, congrats. I mean, it sounds like a fun thing though. Come on, like Jersey Friday? Are you kidding me? What are you repping on Jersey Friday, Josh? So I got in with Jake and his bootleg supplier. So I have a really nice Steve Nash Phoenix one. I have a, a Kobe one, but the blue one because I don't want to wear Laker yellow, but I wear their their blue uh, throwback. Yeah. Uh, we we found uh, a supplier, Gary. You might get in on this. It's hockey jerseys, but they're in a tank top cut, so you don't have to wear a hockey jersey. So I have a uh, Edmonton Oilers for my boy Wayne Gretzky. I have a I have a, a beach tank of Wayne Gretzky. So you're a beach tank of Wayne Gretzky. You're now <laughs> recommending bootleg jersey suppliers here on Sharp Guts. Well, the bootleg ones, I'd say, if you're you're on a budget like a lot of the beach players are, you can get really like they look like real NBA ones, but they're not. Or uh, I think the hockey ones are from a company called Bench Clears. No free ads, Garrett. But if you search for Bench Clears, they make NHL jerseys in a tank top style. What do you mean no free ads? You just literally gave them a free <laughs> shout out on the show. <laughs> yeah, for doing such a great job. They do a great job. Okay, great job, Anna and Anna. Get those jerseys. Get it going with the women. Come on, Team Canada. Let's do it. Okay, JP. You've been so nice this whole episode. We're 46 minutes in. Nobody's listening. We're just telling them that. There are hopefully still people listening. Um, let us know who your clown of the week is. Well, uh, I would say her prime minister here. <laughs> because, yeah, they were like, just because they don't want to, to move to the sports right now. They just want to, uh, to get involved here in Quebec City. We, we share so much to, to be able to, to get there. And I, I think that's hard. I know that is not a player, but he has a main goal to be able to, those players to be able to get there. So I think it's a, it's a heartbreaker, but just yeah. have to, to call here the Quebec Prime Minister to just to be able just to get a move to get the move to let the, the that here it's the the day like Bell Coast for that coast so here it is to call like for health uh, mental Bell, health Bell and Stockton 
And yeah, so I think that's for our athletes to be able to get there and move and to get healthy. I think that's, he have to make a move. I think yeah. that's, okay. I don't want to be political. Well, you're or, right. We don't there. like to get political on the show, except when we're talking about players of the week or clowns of the week, because there is precedent for that. A few weeks ago, the government of Ontario was my player of the week because they are undefeated against the OUA. They've defeated every single team in the OUA, so it sounds like the Quebec Premier is also undefeated when it comes to teams in that division. But, hey, let's get back to playing. We hope everybody can do so safely and happily. So that's our segment. Hit us up in the comments below. Clowns of the week. Let us know. I'm going to move on to one comment that we want to talk about from last week. Again, comment down below on the YouTube channel. Subscribe if you haven't already. Five-star the podcast. Um, Some guy back with another comment. I mean, that is maybe the best username maybe maybe ever for commenting. So some guy said, totally agree there should be mandates on the coaching staff to submit highlight clips to sharp cuts after every match. So thank you, some guy. He continued, the penalty for not doing so should be a mandatory seven-hour bus ride to U of Saskatchewan to play another road game. And I mean, absolutely. <laughs> that comment is topical. It is on point. It is funny. It is better material than we could ever come up with. So some guy, I mean, great, great comment. I would read the other comments, but there are none. So um, that's that's one on us. Um, if we could only have one, I'm glad it was that one, though. That's a top tier comment. It's a top tier comment. I'm going to actually just like it right now. Maybe I'll heart it as well as the channel. I mean, that's the kind of treatment you get here when you deliver that sort of stuff. I've replied to zero of these comments. That's on me. If you're listening and you commented, comment down below again saying how pissed you are that I didn't reply to your comment. But... That's how this show goes, JP. I mean, we, we kind of reached the end. We talk about some things. What'd you think? Yeah, that was like awesome. Thanks to uh, invite me. I think that was like pretty good. And I also hope uh, some uh, some people and some they learn some little thing. And I hope you enjoy that time and have to share another one. I definitely learned some stuff. So I definitely learned I got to get up and go for a walk at least two or three times a day before I do anything else, which is it's tough for me to wrap my head around, JP. I'll be honest, but I'll check in with you on how it's going. No the problem. other thing I've learned is even though you said you were going to subscribe right now, JP, you didn't do it. You have not done it yet. Oh, yeah, true. What no, are you I doing? Didn't know where to go. You said you would do it within the show. It. Have not done <laughs> it. So at least we got at least from here on out, Josh, go at least get the guests of the show to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Before they even come on the show, I think it needs to be a condition. But like, oh, I'd love to come on the show. Okay, subscribe. And then we'll send you the link to join us for the conversation. Yeah, like, should we should we include in the questioning of the guest at the end of the show? Like, hey, how, what'd you think? They always say, hey, it went well. Then we go, how much did you really like it, though? Yeah, really? Did you did you really like it, JP? Or were you just thinking, ah, oh, no, these guys no, don't I have to like, You see uh, my phone right now. So let's see. Let's do it. Well, this is good, Garrett. I got to learn. So th- this is just everything's coming together. I learned today that if we ever want Garrett May back on the beach national team, I need to get in better shape. And I think JP's my guy to make that happen. So the worlds are colliding right now, Garrett. Is that, uh, that was awesome? Is that a true like campaign that's happening right now is to get Garrett May back? Because I don't know if anybody really wants that. I don't know. Your one comment had me rattled that you only like coaches who are in shape or have been high level players. So, I mean, I got to check some boxes here. You know? Yeah. I mean, you trying to be my coach? Hit that button. Hit that button. Yes, guy. <laughs> there it is. Subscribe. There we go live. Which episode is that, live. by the way? That's a low quality see, episode. Can you, can you see it right now? I just did. Yes. 
We, we our listeners can't see it though, so apologies to the listeners. <laughs> but JP did <laughs> just subscribe to the channel live on the yes. show. That is a first here first on Sharpcuts. I'm the first one. That is a first here on Sharp Cuts. Now, while right. you're there, JP, what do you think of young Josh in his full suit? Uh, I want to see that for sure. It's uh, on the I thumbnail that you just showed us on your phone right oh, now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Young Josh in the suit. And Garrett looking so, so stoic. Me looking oh, so yeah. pissed. <laughs> Josh, you look so good there. What happened to you? <laughs> Life. What is your face on that, Garrett? My, that face is, damn it, my team's going to go 8-8 eight and eight again. <laughs> so, yeah, you see, like, Josh have a little smile, but you you feel like, yes, it's yeah, the best, well, it's the worst day ever. Josh likes volleyball and likes talking about volleyball <laughs> and likes coaching volleyball. And I'm just a bit of a curmudgeon when it comes to this stuff. I've been a downer <laughs> on everything everybody said this episode. So, if you're still listening, thank you so much. Like, what a... Get out and play some volleyball, except we can't really right now. I also learned that push-ups and the shoulder raise, push-pull, that's a good thing that I, I got to keep on doing. So, like, what do I do for my back, though, if I don't have any weights, JP? Like, I do a push-up. Like, usually, I do like to have, like, those, like, bands. If you use a band or a towel, just try to pull the towel. Yeah. Isometric hold is still involving still muscles. So, so that's isometric it. hold, for those who don't know, is just holding a position for a length yes. of time, right? Where yeah. your muscles are strained. True. Yeah, okay. So just like pulling that towel, that's See, a good thing. Josh, so- I know some stuff, buddy. This is great because, uh, Garrett, congratulations once again. You're engaged, which to me, my wedding, I think, was the last peak of my physical fitness. It's been a slow decline since then. So I, I hope you can follow in the steps of, of many people that the wedding is really your peak, last chance to peak at physical fitness before you just well, you settle in. I better come back up then because <laughs> it, is not, it has not been looking good. And thank you for congratulating me, Josh. You know, it's not something you get that much and you've been kind of ignoring it for the past several shows. So appreciate you bringing it up, you know, like appreciate it. Yeah, so, but I need to get in shape and it sounds like it start. okay. We, we've avoided this question. When we're talking about aesthetics, JP, because some of us don't need functionality. Let's be yeah. honest. Josh just mm-hmm. said he doesn't introduce balls when it's in season. Like, what does he need a shoulder for? But he's trying to look good. I'm trying to look good. So what's my best exercise or few exercises to go to to help the body look good? Great question. Like, first, if you eat healthy, that's going to help. Okay, that's, <laughs> not a, that's really not what I wanted so to hear. Beer, Did not like that answer uh, so far. Chips doesn't help. Damn it. But- <laughs> But still, like like I said, if you go for a walk, if you're just doing squats and push-ups and pulls, just by what I give you, you will already have those okay. results. Because first, it's not getting you healthy for rotator cuff injuries yeah. or all that. It just puts you like the chest. Oh, yeah. All the biceps. Yeah. And all that. So if you Now we're talking. So, so now, like, low all the those little things but like the front the back it's always like yeah balance for sure you don't want to be unbalanced but the squat i have a tough time wrapping my head around the squat because squats suck and and is anybody really is anybody really looking at the legs but the fact is more you working your legs that for the growth hormones helping you to have like more arms oh Interest is peaked. 
So working your legs, helping you to have more guns and that. Okay. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. So, so, cause I can only work out my legs or, and, or arms so much before I rest, recover, come back to it. But now I've got a whole nother area of my body to really hit up, to really help stimulate the growth in all areas. Yes. Josh. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Josh, Josh checked out when you said no beer or chips. He was like, nah, I can't. I, I can't. Is do it this. even really worth it at I this point? This. But you're telling me daily body weight squats are, are just going to help just but general health and fitness and growth hormone? That's going to help to stimulate your growth hormone. So if you, if you do, before you do your upper body, do a little bit of sets of legs as a first as a group a and do your hypertrophy upper body trainings that's going to help you to stimulate that growth hormones and the testosterone and all that Love that's it. going to help I'm do a few squats right now just to get that going you know like let's <laughs> go do, do squats and do push-ups let's go with the squats how's my technique what do you think you can't have a good view <laughs> push-ups i'm gonna do one push-up right now that's good, but that's not hypertrophy. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Success. So I'm getting swole now, right, JP? You said it. I did the squats first, then I did a push-up. Yeah, just to simulate your legs a little bit. Yeah. Like I'm already tired, by the way. Like trust and those legs, and do after that your hopper body. That's gonna help you to stimulate those hormones. You know what, Josh? We've come full circle this episode. We've learned. We've had a few laughs. We've chirped previous guests for not subscribing to the channel. I mean, what more can we fit into an episode? Anything? I think we'll let the comments speak for this. I think comment below if you, if you got something out of this episode. We'll, we'll let the comments speak for this. We say that now, and if we come back and there's no comments, the comments will have spoken. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was a way for our listeners to comment, because I know there's some of you out there who put us on double speed we're listening to i'm talking really fast right now can you really understand what i'm saying when i'm talking at such a high speed you know who, who go out there and listen to us but they can't comment i wish there was a way but i had a few listeners reach out and garrett they were actually really impressed by the unintentional uh burial of you when they asked uh you know basically oh yeah i think i've heard of you like you, the the purple couch interview or like aren't you the yes guy gaming guy where they they didn't really give you your props for everything you've accomplished they had no idea that you know you were like you know, player of the year. Hold on, the though. Hold, hold on. After that, view listeners messaged you and said they loved how I was unknown and I got buried last episode. Yes, yes. They they, they thought it was it was good. You that know, is an was... extension, Barry, and I'm feeling it now again a week later. Not only did they nobody reach out to me. Because nobody has my number, obviously, because nobody even knows who I am. But two, so when you say friends of the show, they're not actually friends of yours. Okay, I see what you're saying. Well, are they? <laughs> I ho everyone seems to apparently not know who I am and be chirping me in the comments. Is this like, you know what, though? I can take it. Let's go. Bring it on. Am I known? No. I'm the purple couch guy who maybe has a show that we can't even get the guest to subscribe to. But I do remember you once when I was like, okay, you know what, JP, I can see like the floating hair, like you have like long hair, like yes. to the shoulder. I do remember that. Yes. I do remember that. I had long flowing hair past my shoulder. Should I bring that back? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Damn nice. It. I, I, was, I, was, I thought we nice. could talk him into it. Bonus. But like Simon's, like I have one on Simon's. When he was in college, and he had like a Sancho Bob Afro. We need to get him to get that back. I'm oh, always uh, for an just Afro. Like, Afro is always uh, yes. Was, uh, yeah, and it was like using a bandana oh, with all his amazing. hair out there. So the mu- middle guy with a sensual bub hair. He needed to look taller, so he had to get the extra height on the fro. <laughs> I fully support it, Josh. You need to tell your guys on the beach team to get some interesting flow going. It's going to bring some character to our sport. How many crew cuts that- can we have here, really? I don't know if we have one crew cut. Really? Great. I don't think we have style. I don't think we have crew cut too. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Although Dan Daring today in training wore the pink Overkill Freddy t-shirt, that thing will like burn your eyes out. That thing pops. That is not, you know what? I'm all for guys using a little pink. Absolutely. But not that pink. No. You know the the overkill shirt yes. I'm talking about, Garrett. That thing, yeah, yes. that'll, that'll get you. That's not a subtle pink. That's like a <laughs> pink. <laughs> it's not even an ad. It's a jer- jersey is turning pink, really. Yeah, pretty bad. It's that's and, oh, but, and it gets brown. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Gosh, you're right. We don't have style. Jeez. Oh yeah, I do remember my first overkill shirt in the past. When it was like sponsored by Overkill, yeah. that was that kind of light baby blue with a green Freddy, a green Fred. Yeah. But the Fred was so light and bright, like a lemon over oh, yeah. there. It was like totally like shiny out there. I gotta, I should go into, I, you know what? I was in Toronto and I should have, when I was at my biological father's house, gone diving through the old boxes that he has. Cause there's, <laughs> there's some really interesting old gear stuff. That these people used to generally wear when they were out there, like kind of crazy, like, you know, tie dye jerseys, like that, like, have you ever seen anybody rep that now? No. Like, but that, why not? Who cares? Like, it's kind of cool. Way cooler than like a, bright neon like bright shirt like to wear out to the beach like mm-hmm. some cool stuff there's also probably a full box of like nokia old brick phones remember those like full <laughs> bricks like they were oh. thick they used to give those out at prizes at the beach tour events so we probably have a You're full so- box of those hiding somewhere should pull it out and use it save some money see if it still works <laughs> it looks like cbs Yes. You know, like big booth. <laughs> yes. My dad was is working in selling and refurbished cell phone. But I do remember his first cell phone. Was like the cell phone like a CBs with the battery on it? Yeah. So that with was the like ass ass working with the suitcase. Yeah. But that was a cell phone. Yeah. Like, no, car wow. fo- car phone too. You had a phone that you'd plug into your car. That was that was where it worked. Like, man. We we got to bring some of these throwbacks back, Josh. Forget Jersey Day. Well, no, keep Jersey Day. No, that's here to stay. Yeah, keep Jersey Day. Let's add in another day because things get pretty dry during the fall. Like we we got to add in like I don't know, funky throwback Tuesdays or something. I mean, Thursday is a great day for a throwback. If somebody wants to sponsor us, we could do a Thursday, and it could be uh, it could be Overkill Thursdays. I, I'm not I'm not against you know a theme. But 
Does Overkill, Overkill is not with national team anymore. That was fun what it was before. In in your time, I think, Garrett, that was like all the Overkill stuff. And nobody had the same stuff, but it was like always Overkill. Yeah, I'm disappointed. So great, the shorts, the jerseys, the yeah. t-shirts. I'm disappointed that, that we time. talk about my time. Like that I have a time that I was around. Like, <laughs> gosh, what a hit to the ego. To hear that, it's coming back. It's coming back. I gotta get in shape, and then Garrett's coming back, and then Overkill's coming back. It's, if it's you a get in shape, Josh, I will get in shape and oh, come back and play. That's a challenge. I think that's gonna. I gotta give you strength conditioning on both of you, and that's gonna be the challenge. Who's gonna hold it all yeah. the time? Yeah, Josh. I mean, I'm down. A challenge, challenge accepted. Challenge thrown. Um, but I mean. Tune in next week to see how we do because we may come back next week and Josh and I just drank beers and chips all day every day and didn't even get up to go for a walk. So that's also equally as possible. So um, tune in next week. JP, thanks so much for joining us, man. Like this was a blast. I'm glad we uh, finally got a chance to do this. Um, anything else we want to say to the fans who are listening still? Uh, keep in shape and get involved in beach volleyball. I think that's the, way, the best way to do it. That's a great way to end the show. What a guess. That's a great way to end the show. Thank you so much, JP. Thank you, Josh, as always. Thanks, Garrett. Always a pleasure. Great. Okay. Thanks for. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Anyway, thank you all for listening, and we will see you next time.